0: You are totally in the right place. This is Disney Vacations Demystified with Sarah and Erica. It's time to have less stress and more fun on your next Disney vacation. Let's go.
1: There's always a lot happening in Epcot at Walt Disney World, but if you haven't explored some of the different festivals that happen throughout the year... You are shortchanging yourself because these are some of the best things to do. As adults, there's things that will appeal. And for your kids, there are really fun things that are going to help them connect with that park. Epcot kind of gets a rep for being an adults-oriented park. And I totally disagree. And I think that festivals are one of the ways you really help your kids engage with Epcot. So on today's episode, we're going to dig in and walk through the calendar with you to let you know which festivals are happening at different times of the year and what your family can look forward to on your next vacation. Absolutely. The festivals cannot be beat. If
0: you are still confused on the identity of Epcot, our most listened to episode is Epcot, the most misunderstood park. So make sure you go back after you listen to this episode and catch that one so that you can really get in tune with what Epcot offers. So the festivals are things that are already included with your park admission to Epcot. I think that is probably the biggest question that we get, is do we need a separate ticket to attend an Epcot festival? And the answer is no. If you have a park pass reservation for Epcot, these festivals are included. There are four throughout the year. But I think, Sarah, painting the picture of some of the general things that are inclusive to all of the festivals is
1: important, and then we can dig into what the identities are of each festival. Okay, let's do that. And one of the things that each festival has in common, no matter what time of year you're going, is something that's totally going to grab your kids' attention and be super fun to do. This is the theme scavenger hunts that happen. So in these theme scavenger hunt, first you're going to stop at Port of Entry. And those are the two buildings that are right inside the entrance. If you're walking from the main part of the park, where the rides are, down into World Showcase, those buildings will be right in front of you. Swing in there and grab your scavenger hunt card. I think they're like 7 to $9, depending on the time of year and what's happened with Disney pricing. But basically, you're going to be on the hunt for a particular Disney character. And the character will change with the festivals to relate to the theme. But you'll walk from Country Pavilion to Country Pavilion, searching for this particular character and you'll have some stickers that you can move on your scavenger hunt card that's so fun for your kids to be on the lookout for that helps you to explore the different countries in a really deep way and there's even some fun ways that you can do this maybe your family is going to split up into teams and each team is going to see who can finish first or maybe you just want to all stay together and catch some really fun selfies together every time you find one of those characters. There's a lot of fun ways to get through that scavenger hunt. And when you've completed your card, you can go pick up a prize. Actually, here's here's a really great tip to save you some time is when you go purchase your scavenger hunt card, also get the The completion prize, whatever that is, it will also relate to the theme of the current festival. But just get that when you get your card, and that way you don't have to go stand in line twice.
0: The thing with the festivals, it doesn't matter which one of them. Food is a big part of every single festival. Here's what you need to know. If you are visiting Epcot on a festival day, you do not need a table service dining reservation. You don't even need to really stress yourself out with which quick service location you're going to want. There will be specially themed food kiosks all the way around World Showcase. And it is a really great way to sample cuisine from all over the world. And for people that may not have as refined of a palate, it is a really good way to get a sample size. They're small plates. They're smaller portions. But you can try new things. And I think that there's so many lessons for your children And just that
1: one exercise. I agree. And sharing those small plates is a very communal activity for your family. You're going to bond together over like who liked this dish versus that dish better or, oh, I didn't like that one at all. And so my brother can have my portion of that. Those things have all happened for our families. And we've got some really great memories around food during the Epcot festivals you can also purchase a key card lanyard because as you're going through those food booths, you're gonna be pulling out your wallet a lot or tapping a Magic Band a lot, and it's really easy to let your food budget get out of control. So you can purchase a key card lanyard. It's it's like a gift card. You can load any amount of money on it that you want, but then you can. Um, it comes on like a bungee cord that you can wear around your wrist, and you can just scan that every time you make a purchase. And when it's done and that card is empty. You're probably going to have a full belly and be done eating. So there are four festivals throughout the year. Usually,
0: there's some sort of festival going on at Epcot. I think that they do this by design. In the early part of the year, you're going to start out with Festival of the Arts. Typically, that's going to go January, mid-January into mid-February. In the spring, you'll have the Flower and Garden Festival. The fall would be the Food and Wine Festival. And then during the holidays, you're going to have Sarah's favorite, I believe, Festival of the Holidays. So let's just start at the top of the calendar with Festival of the Arts, which
1: happens to be my favorite one of the entire year. It's a close runner up for my favorite. I do love Festival of the Holidays a whole lot because that's become a tradition. I tend to take my oldest daughter, sister, And we make a trip together to Festival of the Holidays. But, oh, Festival of the Arts tugs at my heart in a special way. And I do love it. So, yeah, let's dig in and talk about some of the special things that are there. This festival celebrates all things art. So visual arts, performing arts, dance and music. You can be an artist, too, because there are some special experiences. You can go draw a Disney character with an actual Disney animator. Uh, there's a ton of chalk art and kids will have a special area where they can pick up and do chalk drawings right there on the sidewalk. So there's some very cool ways that you get to participate in creating art during this festival.
0: Yeah. The thing that I love most about the festival of the arts, here's why it's my favorite. I think it lends itself theming wise, probably to younger kids. This is always a color palette that is super bright Think about a lot of different primary colors on a artist's painting. It is bright. It is vibrant. It is fun. Figment takes center stage, which is also super cool. And Festival of the Arts gives you that immersive experience to really embrace your inner artist. My favorite thing to do with Lou, we we have yet to miss one in the past several years, is the communal paint by number experience. You can typically find this up near the front entrance of the park, almost always over by the land pavilion. And this is a giant mural and you will stand in line. You will select the color that you want. You'll get little pre-portioned bottles of paint and a little foam brush that's disposable. And you'll make your way over to the mural. And let's say, for example, that you have turquoise and it's number six you're going to find five squares that have the number six and you're going to paint those in with your turquoise. And throughout the day, as you walk back by that, you'll see the mural really take shape and come to life just by everybody in the park painting these nondescript squares. And usually you'll get a bookmark or some sort of commemorative piece that will show you what the finished mural is. And it is just a really cool way to meet other families Participate in something that's bigger than yourself. Uh, Your youngest kids can do it. There really is no age limit. And it's really cool how it comes together.
1: It is so cool. I always enjoy doing that. One of my favorite things to do during Festival of the Arts is take in some of the Broadway performance shows. So Broadway stars will actually come and take the stage in the American Garden Theater and sing, sometimes it's Disney songs, sometimes it's something from a Broadway show that they've starred in. But if you love Broadway musicals, do not miss the Broadway series that happens during the festival there in the American Pavilion. Yeah. And as you're walking through World Showcase, you can also
0: browse and purchase Disney artwork from a variety of artists. A lot of times, the artist is actually there on site inside their pavilion. And they will sign your pieces. You can take photos with them. You can ask them questions. This is the festival for you. If any form of arts is something that's near and dear to your heart, you're going to find something for everybody in your family at Festival of the Arts. The thing that I love the most, though, Sarah, outside of the theming, is really the time of the year that the festival is there. And this is why I think this one makes a lot of sense for your family. Florida can be very hot and very humid and it can rain. But those winter months that mid January through mid February to me is some of the most mild weather, especially if you're catching the festival after marathon weekend, will be some of the lowest crowds historically that you'll see in the parks. And to me, that's the sweet spot. Cooler temperatures, less crowds
1: and an incredible festival That's why Festival of the Arts is my favorite. There's nothing better than meandering through World Showcase wearing a pair of blue jeans. There's just something cozy about that. Let's scoot forward onto the calendar here. And the next festival that's going to come up, this is going to start early March and actually stretch through the early part of summer, usually into the first week of July. This is Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. If you love having a yard full of beautiful flowers or you love to grow your own vegetables, or you just appreciate those who can do that, if that's not your gift, you're going to love seeing Epcot come alive at the Flower and Garden Festival.
0: It's a fan favorite. It is the
1: entire park feels like it
0: is in bloom. Think of the grassy areas where the monorail loops around through Epcot, and just think of a sea of the brightest, most vibrant flowers that you've ever seen. It is absolutely stunning, the Flower and Garden Festival. And for your kids, the topiary characters can't be beat.
1: Especially if you live in a colder climate, maybe you're planning a spring break trip, you're going to get to Epcot during Flower and Garden Festival. And the contrast from where you live, where there may be a snow on the ground, to the bright blossoms and vibrant character creations and just the glorious springtime spectacular that is flower and garden it's just going to knock your socks off it's going to be fantastic and of course there's a concert series that comes along with this festival too this is the garden rocks concert series and there'll be a number of bands who come in so live music is is a, just like food is a huge part of the festival experience
0: Yeah. Festivals give your family a chance to slow it down a bit and really embrace the family moments. If you are on an Epcot day during a festival, there is something really special about World Showcase. And sometimes you'll have kiddos that, you know, just want to ride all the rides and they just want to collect those memories and those souvenirs. The festivals to me is what gives you the type of connection with your family at a slightly slower pace that helps you make those magical memories. Walking around World Showcase, taking in the sights, the sounds, the smells is is really hard to put in words unless you've experienced a festival for yourself. But the Flower and Garden Festival is one of the longer running festivals. And with good reason, people love it. Disney destinations can be downright overwhelming. We get it. We have been there, done that, and we totally understand how you're feeling. That's why we put together an expert guide it's a free resource just for you and you can download it by heading to bit.ly expert disney disney world like a total expert grab it at bit.ly
1: expert disney on a very practical level Here's my preference when our family is in Epcot. I really actually like starting with World Showcase early in the day. Once the sun goes down, which in the early part of the year might be around five o'clock in the afternoon or so, once the sun goes down, um, it's a lot less engaging, I think, for kids. It's harder to do that scavenger hunt. Uh, looking at your food in the dark is not quite as appealing. You're not going to be able to see the flower and garden theme as well. So we really like to go to World Showcase first and explore all of those country pavilions. It also means that some of those food kiosks that are there, are not they're not nearly as busy as it will get around the lunch rush and in through the dinner hour. And so it helps us maximize our time to go do World Showcase activities first. And then once it's dark, We will head up to the rest of the park in future world uh, or other areas like where there's rides because all of those rides for the most part are indoors and it doesn't matter the light level outside. So head to world showcase first, then go ride rides. I think you're going to make the most of your time and enjoy your experience a little bit better. If you follow that schedule. That's why working with a purple banana travel coach makes the most sense for your vacation.
0: We are always going to be sharing with you counterintuitive tips that help you have a better time anytime you can go against prevailing thought and against the general flow of the park the less crowded your experience will be so sarah's tip to go enjoy world showcase first is a fabulous one because everybody else that goes into the main entrance will start with all of those rides and attractions and by the afternoon world showcase can get quite busy on a festival day, especially on the weekends when you're attracting all of your local annual passholder crowds.
1: Well, we've hit July on the calendar. And as Flower and Garden winds down, Food and Wine is going to be the next festival that's going to take place here in Epcot. That typically runs from mid-July all the way through the fall into mid to late November, just before Festival of the Holidays kicks in. This is probably uh, the most well-known festival that happens at Epcot. This is the original Disney food festival. And it maybe does have one of the more mature themes, food and wine, obviously, please drink responsibly. And only if you're over 21, there are still great things for kids too. You're going to have a scavenger hunt. If your kids love to eat, again, the great opportunities to try some new things And Food and Wine offers a really great concert series because, again, music is always a huge part of that. And we got to enjoy that last year, didn't we? We did. We did enjoy an Eat
0: to the Beat concert series. And we nostalgically took it all the way back to high school, late middle school, and we saw Boys to Mend. And they brought the house down. It was a phenomenal way to enjoy music that you know and love they put on a show from start to finish. And we were singing along with every word. I mean, I was down on bended knee. It was epic.
1: Totally. Those artists will typically do three or four performances every night. So you'll want to check in your My Disney Experience app to see what the exact show times are. And you can get in the standby queue for those if it's a more popular act like Boyz II Men was very popular. One thing I would recommend is purchasing one of the dining packages. So you can either do that at a quick service location like Regal Eagle or with any of the table service restaurants that offer a dining package. It will be a tiny bit more expensive than just if you just went and paid for your regular meal, but then you have a guaranteed seat for those shows for that whatever time you select that show in that evening time. Uh, And that can be a lifesaver because some of those more popular acts will fill up. And if you're in the standby line, you may not get a seat at all. You may have to be standing on the outside area and you won't hear or see or you just won't have a great experience. Not at all like if you're sitting inside the amphitheater and really soaking all that in. So check out some of those dining packages to make sure that you have the best possible experience. Absolutely. Now, a great tip for
0: enjoying any of these festivals, but especially the food and wine festival. So because it runs July through November, you need to know that Disney World in Orlando will still be very hot and humid. If you are partaking in alcohol and you're doing that with moderation, you are going to want to balance that with staying hydrated. The great thing about Disney is there are loads and loads of opportunities to get complimentary ice water throughout the park. So you will want to bring your favorite refillable tumbler or water bottle with you to these festivals. And at any quick service location, you can walk right up to the counter and politely ask a cast member for two, three, four, six cups of water, whatever it is that you need. You can transfer those into your water bottle. But please, please, if you are partaking, especially in any of the alcoholic offerings at these festivals Balance that out with water, please. You do not want to cause a scene at Epcot. It is a family friendly park. It is not the time to revisit your 21st birthday.
1: No. And also, good to note that quick service locations that actually have beverage service are few and far between in World Showcase. Uh, You can go to Regal Eagle Barbecue, which is in the American Pavilion, and they actually have soda fountains where you can fill up your water bottle with water. You know, you hit the water button. You could also go up to Connections Cafe, which is in the upper part of the park, closer to Spaceship Earth. Those are two that come to mind because it's really easy. You don't even have to ask at the counter for cups of water. They've got fountains there where you can just fill up your water bottle and be on your way. But make sure you head into World Showcase with enough water for everybody to stay hydrated. Absolutely. The
0: festivals also, Sarah, tend to bring out some really fun family t-shirts or friend group t-shirts. This is the time where you can get out your cricket or your favorite vinyl t-shirt making machine and go to town. You can also visit stores on Etsy and different places around the internet to get kind of those fun, clever shirts. You will see a lot of that at the festivals. People really lean into it and embrace the theme. And For the Disney influencers and things like that, it is not uncommon to see droves and droves of people that are really dressing up and embracing the theme of each festival as a family. So that's something to keep in mind as you're planning your vacation. If you will be there during one of the festivals, go all in. Make those memories with your family. It's okay to be a little bit kitschy and a little bit cheesy. Have fun. Do your thing.
1: Totally. I might own a pair of ears that coordinate to every festival on the calendar. You can't confirm it or deny it, but you might. I will not confirm it or (laughs) deny, but that might be something that lives in my closet. Yeah. All right. Festival of the Holidays is, I know, Sarah's
0: favorite. This festival runs mid-November through the first week of January. This is all about embracing all of the holiday traditions all around the world. It is an incredible way for your kids to learn about culture, an incredible way for your kids to learn about traditions in a really tangible way. So whatever type of holiday that your family celebrates, if that's Christmas, you're going to see things like Father Christmas. You're going to see St. Nicholas. You're going to see uh, Kwanzaa, all different types of traditions from around the world. What an awesome way to open up the channels of dialogue with your children as you discuss how, as
1: humans, we're more alike than we are different. Yeah, Hanukkah gets a special representation too. The storyteller will come out and tell you about the lights of Hanukkah. And and in the cookie stroll, which is one of my favorite festival of the holidays activities, you can pick up a black and white cookie at Lahaim Kitchen there that celebrates Hanukkah. So all kinds of fun things. Let me tell you more about the cookie stroll, because this is part of our annual holiday trip tradition, you can pick up a passport for any of the festivals. Uh, This is going to give you an inside peek at menus so that you can pick things out at the different food booths. Uh, And there are always food challenges that come with each festival. The cookie stroll is the one that comes at Festival of the Holidays. So as you're collecting cookies from the different World Showcase pavilions, you're going to get a stamp in your passport. And I think when you buy five your sixth cookie is free. So you get that completer cookie at the end. These are totally shareable. Usually sister and I, who's 13, we'll we'll just buy one cookie and share it because after five cookies, you're stuffed and on a sugar high. But it's a really fun way again to explore all of the different countries, learn something about cookies that are popular in that country that's part of a holiday tradition and get to eat some really delicious food. Now the candlelight processional
0: is the moment. This is one of the highlights, the crowning jewels of the Festival of Holidays. This is going to be what replaces like the Eat to the Beat concert series or the Garden Rocks concert series. This is the main show that will occur in the America Pavilion. And the Candlelight
1: Processional, Sarah, I know, brings tears to your eyes every year. Oh, my goodness. Yes. As a musician myself, this one just gives me all the feels. There's a huge orchestra up on stage. The Voices of Liberty are there singing and a very special choir that's made up of cast members. These are not necessarily cast members who work in the entertainment division. They are from all different jobs across the parks and they actually have to audition. So it's a huge honor to be selected to be in the choir for Candlelight Processional. And you can see all of the pride and the joy on their faces as they perform. Mm. This is a really special walk through the Christmas story. There's some scripture out of the Bible that's used and we get a celebrity narrator who is telling the story for us. So if that is a tradition that you celebrate, it's going to feel very special to do that in the middle of Walt Disney World with very high production value and beautiful music. You might even get to sing along at some parts with some favorite Christmas carols and it's just a wonderful way to mark the season,
0: yeah. again, opportunities to lean in and embrace other guests at Disney are something that we really love. and the candlelight processional gives you that communal feel. Some of the celebrity narrators, these are these are legit celebrities. Neil Patrick Harris has voiced a candlelight processional. A crowd favorite every year is Josh Gad, who voices, Olaf, my favorite Disney character, the Candlelight Processional is that punctuation mark on the end of an incredible day celebrating the festival of the holidays.
1: If you're catching one of the really popular narrators, I highly recommend buying one of the dining packages. I was actually in Epcot this past holiday season when Josh Gad was the narrator. I couldn't even purchase a dining package. He was so popular. They sold out in like 17 minutes when they went on sale at 11am. And I was too far back in the line to make that happen. We did not get a seat in any of the three shows and ended up having to watch from outside, which was okay. I got to experience it and it was fine, but it was not as special as having a seat inside. So plan ahead. If you know that you're there for a really popular narrator, make sure you get there early to grab a dining package. I hope
0: that you, through this episode, have uncovered all of the ways that your family can embrace Epcot and really lean into these festivals throughout the year. Festival of the Arts is high energy and vibrant. Festival of the Holidays gives you an opportunity to pause and reflect at the end of the year. The Food and Wine Festival is iconic and gives you a chance to sample all sorts of hearty treats. And the Flower and Garden Festival celebrates the spring as the park comes into bloom. Sarah, in 2024, so it's next year, which festival are you going to? Or are you just going to totally slay it and say I'll
1: probably end up at all four? Yeah, I'm going to hit a home run and I'm going to go to all four. (laughs) Sarah's
0: going to hit for the cycle. I probably will do the same because the festivals really are a way to slow down and create the types of memories with your family that you so desperately crave.
1: There are also really incredible opportunities for a solo trip. If you want to take a slower pace and not worry about keeping your kids engaged, not worry about having a drink while you're parenting on duty, go take a solo trip to Disney World and hit up the festival that really sparks some joy and lights you up. That will be an experience that will change your perspective on yourself and on a Disney vacation. Absolutely. Purple Banana Travel stands
0: ready to help make your solo or family Disney dreams come true. You can head to our website, purplebananatravel.com, or head right down into the show notes and you can snag your complimentary price quote for your next Disney vacation. We'll be back next week with another awesome episode of Disney Vacations Demystified. If you're enjoying this show, share it with a friend, share it with a Disney buddy, or definitely somebody that needs a hint that it is time for your crew to get back to the magic. We'll see you next week. In the meantime,
1: extend some kindness to one another and be boldly
0: brilliant.